Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, my peoples? I'm just going to shoot from the hip because it was something that kind of triggered me today. And I thought, well, I've been meaning to talk about this. So it's it's such a long topic that I'm trying to take it in the simplest way. I want to go from the beginning all the way down to where it is. But I, I want to say why I became a comedian. Why did I follow this path in my life? Because I do more than just comedy, I do, you know, with acting and stuff. So. I want to talk about the essence of why I became a comedian. So let's talk about, uh, instead of, comedy is more specific, acting is more specific. I want to be as real as I can. You know, I think that what you're liking with this channel and what people are responding to is my no holes barred Really, you know, I try to share exactly how I feel with no filter. People say, I'm on filter, but no, I really try not to, you know, I'm not trying to get canceled. I don't really think about what I'm going to say. It just kind of flows out of me. And I want to show you all of the things that, you know, I feel because I think it's good for me to share that then I get feedback from you and I'm like oh more people feel like that which I know you do and then you guys are like oh cool like this person who may look like one way is another way or multiple ways you know just that you know little video about my house people really liked you know so I think I'm going to do more content I'm, I, I do a lot of different things you know so uh, but I'm going to try to do more personal stuff because I personally think I'm more interesting than any character I've ever played. Maybe I'm sucking my own D, but it's true. I don't have somebody telling me how to act or how to hold back or too much or too little. I fucking want to be what I want to be. That's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I get to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Within reason. I can't say everything I want to say because, you know, we're getting canceled, which is crazy. But so I... Love this because I get to express myself and that's the number one thing. Why I got into this, this life is if I really look at it honestly, like, you know, you can say I'm an actor, you know, I've acted in a lot of things, you know, you can say a comedian, you know, I've done some things that, you know, you've really liked and you made a mark and you laughed at. You can say I'm a producer, you know, I produce some stuff you may have heard of, you know, I've written a book, you know, I've done an album. I'm really in the express yourself business. Get a creative bug up your ass, put it out, and be done with it. That's how what I am. To see that I could do it and all this stuff, and then to do it, and then you know, my biggest issue I have is I do it, and it doesn't. You know, sometimes the marketing and shit doesn't get out, and now it, you know, it fucks and pisses me off. But now, with the internet and everyone's discovering everything is ever done, there's like you know, you get like these cults that come in. You know, you could say, why did I become a comedian? Well, that's too specific, and I'm not just a comedian. Why did I become an actor? You know, why, you know, let's start with the basic beliefs, okay? I want to be as transparent as possible. Um, I'm going to try to stay focused, see? 
but I wrote some stuff down. You know, I'm going to start with this, this quote, uh, and it's from Bill Cosby. Yes, Bill Cosby. I know that you can't talk about him um, because of what he has done, but there is a legacy of monster on one hand, and then there is a legacy of art on the other hand. And I'm sorry, um, and I'm not being an asshole. Like, this could be triggering to some, but, you know, I... I'm going to quote Bill Cosby because he was a legend. I don't know if people will give him that title anymore. He was a trailblazer. And, you know, I know you can say, well, he has a trailblazer in rape. He was. Um, but he was also, you know, in, in people of color and comedy. And he was also very high up on the comedy, you know, Mount Rushmore. And, he was also from Philadelphia, and um, he also started much later at comedy than I did. And he had a quote, and it said, you don't get into show business. Show business gets into you. And there's nothing truer about that. All these people who ever try to ask me, and they say, well, why did you do this business? And why did you do this? Why did you do Those people will never get anywhere. It's the people that are unco- make you uncomfortable. It's the people with psycho in their eyes. It's the people that are insane, that obsess, that fucking cry, that are emotional. Those are the people that you will know. And because once you get this burning desire and you realize that you can put this craziness, this energy, this thing that may not be appreciated in normal society, but then is applauded in the creative community. Like talking out in class, you'll get scolded, but doing it in a comedy club, you're a fucking hero, you know? So that, once you realize that, then you're like, it's a weight off your shoulder because you're like, oh my God, I have somewhere to put. It's like you're carrying a hundred pound backpack up a hill. And there's never any campsite. And finally you found a camp. You know, like if you talk to any army ranger. So a lot of people are liars. Okay. So they're bullshit. They lie with themselves. Like one of my traits that I firmly believe about myself is that I have a very honest third eye. I have a very honest third eye about other people. And that's why people either are completely into me and like, oh, fucking almost like want to absorb me and why also people really hate me because I see their worst or their most sensitive thing. And I know it and I just I don't abuse the privilege anymore. Trust me, it's hurtful. So now I just let them know. I just give it a little tiny pinch just to let them know I'm, I'm aware of that. So. If, if they get a little fresh or something, I just let them know that I have that little, I got that thing you need, you know. So, it, that, that's a whole other part of, that's why I've had success, that's why I've had failures, that's why I've been invited to places, that's why I'm not invited to places, because I, I will lock in with you, you know what I mean? You know, the littlest thing is I'll make eye contact with you. That's just a weird thing for people. So, but then, you know, I'll make soul contact with you. And, but a lot of people are liars. They say, well, 
I knew this girl one time. She's like, I just really like acting and I love theater. And it's like, please get away from me. You're a liar. You're boring. You're desperate. Shut up. Or someone's like, you know, I'm paying to like these fucking pussy actors that take themselves so seriously. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm talking about that's the first thing that we're lacking in this world is people with self-awareness and second, a sense of humor about it. So I believe my self-awareness for people is insane. Um, when I've made bad decisions in my life, it's because I denied their bad parts and I'll accept people with bad parts, but I'm like, I can work through it, but their bad parts end up, you know, you get in business with a scorpion and I'm like, I'm being stung, but I can get through this because the scorpion has other good traits, but I knew I was going to get stung, but I thought I could over take the sting, but the sting takes you down sometimes. It just happens. So it's not that I don't see it. It's just that I thought I could beat the venom, but sometimes you die. Make some bank accounts. Uh, so, but you know, it's good. It's good for me to know that. Right. Um, and the other thing is that you, uh, I have, I believe a very good self-awareness about myself. I really do. Um, I probably in denial, I'm in denial about some things, but I'm not, I just, the level of denial, I will have to negotiate with myself. But if you point it out, I'm good at it going. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Like the example of Heckler, anyone who wants to argue me on that, there is things. But like, let's t- like, let's take an example of like where my baseline is with denial, right? Somebody wrote in the comments, and I read them all. Don't read the comments. That's what, that's what I'm doing this for. I'm doing this to connect with people. Why would I not read the comments? Anybody who says that? I, it's like, there's one guy I believe in Hollywood who really doesn't do that. And I really, there's two guys, two guys so far, I believe. There's two guys. There's three guys. I don't know. Johnny Depp's like, I got to do an impression. I got to work on him. He's like, when I do a movie, I, I, I see that there's that guy over there doing that. He's doing that thing. And uh, I know I did it. And it's done. Like, actually, there's four guys. Uh, Johnny Depp says he doesn't watch his movies. I totally believe that. I believe that dude in his heart is just a musician. He's a guitar player who likes a little whiskey. And he stumbled into becoming... One of the biggest iconic movie stars in the history of Hollywood. That's it. I think he's a tortured soul, beautiful soul, and is a rock star and just is like, fuck, people like me as an actor. But he'd rather be playing a band than Honky Tonk. That's my opinion. I think Keanu also doesn't give a shit. I think he's just a beautiful soul. He's searching for something and how, you know, he just has this wonderful life and does it, but he'd rather be eating a sandwich on a park bench. Beautiful soul. I think Denzel is just like, let's just go to the next thing. He expresses himself. He puts it on paper. It's part of his legacy. He doesn't even keep a piece of it. Like, he won an Oscar, great. Like, he, I have to learn from him because I, I don't think he keeps any of his stuff. I don't know. Like, people told me, forget your past, which is good, but it's nice to have a couple of trinkets to see, see that you did it. But And it's cool decoration. But I believe that. I believe that Denzel, he does it. It's gone. Um, I believe Angelina Jolie probably doesn't, you know, get too caught up in her reviews. Maybe people early in their career, I don't know. But I truly, I don't know enough, but I truly believe from more, I, I don't know any of them, but the most I would, I would say that enough people and enough stuff I watched with Depp and enough people that have, you know, have been around his circle, just, just, he's just a pure artist and just, you know, wants to try things. I believe that. I believe that with my heart. And so that, that's what we call, what we call a super rare, right? A super rare. 
Okay, most of the people in this world, this business is line of work, are narcissists, you know, sociopaths, all this stuff. So I am definitely a narcissist, but I'm a narcissist with heart and empathy. So I'm a, a nympicist or a heartacist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to trample on you to get what I want, but I want what I want. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want what I want, but it's like, okay, I don't want to hurt you, but can I get it somehow? And you've been help me and you know it's like well i have issues with relationships like i kind of want to do my thing but i don't want to hurt your feelings okay let's see all right will you cry over there <laughs> okay but i still want to go over here can i i just want to do what i want to do but okay all right you know what i'm saying like so that and i believe where i come from a family of just hardcore narcissists just tramplers and trees you know these people have no self-awareness now, if they watch this video, which they won't because they're too self-involved, they would be like, what? They have no, and humor is very hard. You would laugh, you would laugh, but not, they're not trying to make you laugh, but you'd laugh because they don't realize what they're doing. So that's, and that's the torture of myself is that I'm fucking always doing takes to a camera that isn't there. Like my life is a hidden camera show. So what I'm trying to say is a lot of people say why they get in this business and they act all this and, you know, and I wanted to do this and I was talking. First of all, it's, it's, it's entertainment. Okay. I don't give a fuck what you're doing, but you stop it. This is where I get mad now. It's not, you're making a film. It's fucking amazing. You're making a TV show. It's amazing, but it's a blessed, lucky experience. And it is not dismantling nuclear warheads. Okay. It depends on what your belief of life is. And I have to go on another tangent on that, but so at the end of the day, it's fun, it's escapism, it's fucking insane work and pressure and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, it is commerce, it's a business, but it's playtime, making an album. Yeah, it could be hard, painful, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you're getting to do a play. You know, I don't care if you're making Radiohead Kid A and fantastic, insane music, but still play. Okay, it's not going you know, to Dunkin' Donuts and fucking grinding out the dough. It's not, which which also some people can find pure joy in that or filing, you know, whatever you want, right? Whatever makes your boat float. So for me, why I got in this business is uh, many reasons, but I was, I was the last kid in my family. I definitely was not heard Definitely was not taken seriously. I definitely was repressed or tried. They tried to repress me with Catholic school. I definitely had Irish Catholic, all that shit. That's five. I had health problems. That's six. I thought school is just a scam. That's seven. So that's like seven fucking intense forms of like low-key trauma like seriously like i'm not it's not like real trauma like it is baby trauma but like i'm not gonna say it like ruined my life but you know it wasn't great but like it's not like what's going on in the war right now i mean that's real trauma but this is like baby trauma that you're not aware of you know what i mean it's not on the trauma scale you know everyone has their own to me it's not like i can't you know i was able to deal with it i have issues but it's not like trauma that is people that get forced upon for no reason. It's not their fault. And, um, and that all leads up to, to that all leads up into those seven things right at the top of my head leads into like respect, you know? And when I, up into eighth grade, 
I was, I think probably like I was like for a while the coolest kid in my school. Or maybe like one or two. There's like three different of us. And I was like, yo, what's Kennedy doing? What's Kennedy doing? I would make people laugh. I would goof around. I was crazy. They were like, yo, this guy's nuts. And I had a good crew. Now, I had other people trying to, you know, jockey for the title. But I didn't really fight them for it because I had my own title. You know what I mean? Then when I got, you know, and people, I had a big social circle. You know, whatever that is. Video games, bike rides. And I had different groups. I had groups in the neighborhood. I had groups at school. I had groups... Uh, you know, from Boy Scouts or whatever, you know, like three or four different groups, right? Um, and they hated that. Only one group wanted to be your friend, but I, you know, I'm a Gemini, right? I didn't realize that. And I would lose friends because people would be mad I wasn't with this group and that group and stuff. This is a long story to tell you how I got in Hollywood. But it's good to break it down. So then when I had my health issue, when I was not, uh, ninth grade, I became like a sad Sally and, you know, People really liked being with me, but I expanded my horizons to my school and I was cool in freshman year. But then it was like, oh, I was sad. People got sad for me, you know, like you know, midway through freshman year. I was in the hospital for a while. And, you know, it's more traumatic than I realized, right? Probably, you know, and then I saw some kids, you know, I saw one kid die, uh, not in front of me, but it was a kid that I visited all the time. And, you know, then one day they're just cleaning up his bed, you know, and, uh, that fucked me up, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, is that me? And I knew he was way worse than me. And they're like, no, no, no. But I was in an intense unit. And uh, I actually would probably never trade it out for it because it was 23 days. And uh, I was supposed to be there for two. And so it's, it. you know, I probably got a very, very, very big life lesson. I know I did. I learned at 14 years old. I knew at 10, it was, a lot of things were bullshit. But at 14, I was like, this is, this is fucked. These people are fighting about a credit card bill. This person's worried about, you know, this. And this 11-year-old boy just had open-heart surgery, and he's gasping for air. Like, we used to, like, go to him and visit him, and they try to do, like, balloon animals. I mean, but it was cool because we were part of his group, and we were sick, too, but he was the sickest, and he, he died. Uh, I really never talked about that, and I think that that's a really good thing for me to realize why... I, you know, one of the things I am, I looked at life at that point. I said, this is futile. And um, it was an older kid. It was like a Matt Dillon kid. I think we called him Elvis. And he, you know, he, I got one pacemaker. He had two. He was like a rocker. He was like 18. He was older. He wanted to get out. He's like, fuck this place. I'm busting the fuck out of it. He ripped off his wires. It was awesome. Some really good stuff in there. Very painful, but not really because I had a family and I always believed, I never believed I was going to die. But there were kids in there. That's, oh, seeing LA for the first time is the eighth thing. Uh, at, at nine years old coming to California. So that's a combination of repression, Catholicism, run to the litter, health issues. And I just had an attitude where I'm like, fuck it. This is fucking dumb. Like, I, I'll tell you another story sometime of how I could have been a singer. And, you know, to this day, I like kind of low-key resent my sister because of it. But it wasn't my her fault. I just didn't have enough self confidence. But there was a time I was singing a lot, and I just didn't. I didn't realize you could sing Van Halen, but you had to start in the choir. Like the choir to me wasn't cool, but you could hit these octaves and stuff. But like, how could you do Van Halen? You know what I mean? But I didn't know. So that stopped at around eleven. But damn, I'm going deep in this. But to me, 
really about why I wanted to do it. So I'm just saying there's the baseline is a lot of people are bullshit artists. A lot of people are lying. And I think we all want people to share their truths. And I want, I think you want to see the no acting. I think you want to see honesty. And that's what I'm totally into now. I'm not, I love acting, but I don't even want to act anymore. I want you to watch it and believe that it's just happening. And I believe this reality hybrid talking, sharing is like the new thing because the world is a fucking stage. Everything's so crazy. It's like, do you want to escape or do you want to just deal? So I, I want to deal. So this is more exciting to me right now. And I think those combinations led me, plus I, I had a bad breakup, a very tumultuous thing that kind of fucked up. But a lot of like people that go in the entertainment business feel like they were spurned by like a young love. And that, that I had that too. So I was like nine, like and a best friend was involved. It was really hurtful. So, but by the time I was like 15, long story is I, there's like, I did voices. I learned, there's a long story. I'll get back into machinations of it, but why I did it, why I was pushed LA, California, Hollywood represented to me Nirvana escape it was it still is it's fantastic it's accepts every weirdo there's no barrier to entry even though there should be um there's no rhyme or reason usually a lot of people that are on top of the mountain started at the bottom of the hill um i mean one of the greatest stories for me and it's a whole other pod you know the story of mike ovitz if you don't know who mike ovitz is look him up mike ovitz basically took the business of Hollywood, invented it again in a new way, completely invented the packaging business, which means if you had three parts of any type of piece of entertainment, the agency got a bigger cut. It's called a packaging fee. So if you represent the star, the writer, and the director of like a sitcom, and it runs uh, 10 years, the agency gets a 3% packaging fee, which is, you know, maybe $100 million in their coffers. It's incredible. Same with a movie franchise, a record, all this shit. Mike Ovitz was an intern. He went to UCLA, worked at his dad's liquor store, and he created CA fucking A. That is the greatest fucking story. And he's a huge art advocate. Now, I don't know enough about him, but I've been lucky enough to have sushi with him three times. Now, they ran him out of Hollywood. That's a whole other fucking question. That guy fucking changed the game. It's in anyone you see right now in the 10% business has to kiss his toes. They don't want to. So to me, he's the example of what Hollywood is when he started from nothing and became the ultimate titan to the point where he was run out of the business. You know, I don't know all this stuff. Why his books incredible and books about him are incredible. So why did I get into this business? I think because I, 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 all this other stuff I'm saying, but I realize why is because I wanted love. I really wanted love. I wanted to connect. I wanted people to understand me. I wanted to live a fuck you life. Like I'm going to do whatever I want because you, you can be 11 and die with open heart surgery. I didn't really have any money anyway. So I was like, I'm either going to go for it and try to make millions of dollars. I see people out there in Hollywood. I'm like, these guys are fucking $30 million. I can't get fucking $30 million. Like, really? That person has $30 million. I can't get $30 million? Like, seriously. And that's how I live my life. Like, you know, there are people that have $80 million right now. And I'm like, I'm not going to be bitter. I'm just going to be like, if that person has 80, I, sh I will get 160. You know, I'm not there yet. Maybe, maybe not, because there are there could be some fucking bullshit that you know blocks. But I'm still don't believe that totally yet. But 
that's a whole other podcast. I got a lot of whole other podcasts. But, you know, so that's what I believe. I believe in myself. I've always, because no one did. That's the truth. I mean, I have friends and my friends, even if they were haters, not all of them, but some of them, when I make them laugh, I make them laugh till they're fucking falling off their stupid little bench. And they're like, you're fucking crazy, dude. Even if they were hating on me or making their girl laugh and they didn't like that. I knew that I had the key to their fucking little soul because they couldn't, even if they didn't like me. And if I made them laugh, I beat them. I got their fucking, I touched, I touched their emotions, you know, where they couldn't control it. Right. So isn't that a power? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.